0: All right, let's go.
1: Fuck yeah. Woo! Rock Nation NFL Week 1 coming into Sunday. It's uh Saturday morning here in Ontario and it's what Saturday night.
0: Nearly Sunday morning, man. <laughs>
1: Nearly Sunday morning. We got John. He's just hanging now out we... by a thread right now. Uh, I'm your host Sully and uh, co-host John Roberts, the legend from Australia. What's going on? Okay, so how do we do Thursday, Johnny?
0: Man, how good is football? Oh my God! I got it back. What game? What game? What
1: a game! How about what? them Lions? That was that was, uh, you know, after watching preseason diligently with you. Mm. Um, yeah. that, that felt like a football game and that was yeah. a great way to open up, uh, the NFL. I couldn't have asked for a better, you know, I, I, a couple minutes before kickoff went to the fridge, cracked a cold beer and I've been working like a dog. So I haven't yeah. had a chance to sit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So went to the fridge, cracked a cold one, walked to the couch, sat my butt down, opened up a couple devices to, you know, look at stats and all that sort of stuff. And then I just found myself. I just watched from the kickoff, and I went, oh, my
0: God. Oh, <laughs> my Like, it just makes sense. It just makes sense.
1: The world is aligning. Things are happening. You know? We're, we're about to start making a whole bunch of money, you know? Let's
0: talk about that, man, because I was pretty big on amun Unders, and I didn't think it would be so hot takey until the game started. And holy shit, this is my justification for it. I mean, Amonra. last five weeks of last season he only went over his implied uh prop like line once and every other time he was going under especially on the catches but when he got to 71 i was starting to sweat because we were big on 75 i said 80 you can get under 80 do it 75 was a risk but wow what a hit in the end
1: (laughs) that was john that was a great call um I, I was in full support of that pick.
0: You were in support. You weren't uh, you were tailing me, thank God.
1: <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I the, the the thing is is that I did have it on a, uh, it yeah. was a small, it was a small parlay, uh, like a, a, a free bonus bet to start the uh, no sweat from DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Uh, shouldn't be giving free shout outs, but uh, that was a great promo for this weekend. <laughs> um so yeah, had that had that on the ticket, which is uh which which was a great call. But the other but. great call Oh yeah. my goodness, yeah. MVS, buddy. Yeah. When that happened, our our group chat just went oh longest reception. Yeah, that was yeah, insane. the longest reception, man. I was, that was just I... saying,
0: like, okay, so he needs so they wanted him to get 35 yards. So even if he had one catch, he can yeah. get 35 yards with that one catch. And what do he get? Like 34 was it? 33 yeah, yeah or it was
1: it was it was big, but um, yeah. you know, like, the fact that he only something needed crazy. 17 and a half, and you know, just like we, we explained in the show. You can kind of just see it in the game script. You know, you know that Mahomes is going to have to take a couple shots. You know, yeah. And and who was it going to? It was going to the field stretcher who's pulling yeah. the safety. As soon as he got man to man, it happened twice in the game. They got yeah. he got man to man deep, and there you go. Just give the guy the man. ball. He was the he was the I, only one stretching the field. Kadarius when Tony got go
0: one reliable receiver.
1: Kadarius, <laughs> Kadarius <laughs> Tony looked like a pony out there, <laughs> and. Uh, and Sky Moore was non-existent, which I yeah. saw coming from a mile away. I didn't say anything on the show, but everyone was so bullish on him, and I thought to myself, "Yeah, Sky Moore is going to be a dud."
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm dud. complete. Stay away from him. He's done nothing to, to show me that I, I want any part of him in fantasy, in betting, no. in anything. He
1: he he has that McCole Hardman role, and mm. you know everybody every single year, including yourself, John. You were like. Hardman, he's got he's got a shot. He's going to get the targets. And you know what? Maybe he'll break one and take one to the house. You can't rely on on three yard passes for a guy to break five tackles and go score a touchdown like it's it's just not it's not viable, you know, for making money. It's just it's not.
0: Anyway. Hey, but um, with all the good does also come the bad. We've got to talk about uh, Jameer Gibbs. I just want to talk about him just for a brief second because I think uh, the books did make a lot of money on the, on Thursday night. Let's be honest.
1: Everybody. Everybody I know. Every single person in my contacts list. Everybody. Yeah. Literally the whole world was on Jam- <laughs> Jameer Gibbs for over uh, his receiving totals. And yeah. uh, I feel bad for uh, leading the horses to the water. And, Look, and forcing you to drink. Yeah. I shouldn't have forced you to drink.
0: <laughs> it was so juicy and they knew it. And you know what? Mike, my, my one like rule of betting is my number one rule at the very top is rookies first game, just don't even no matter what, just don't bet them. Just see what's gonna happen. Just do not touch them. And we all You're got
1: rookies. so horny for Jameer yeah. Gibbs. But you know, it seemed it seemed like the prime time for that rookie curse to Mm. be broken and after he caught that first reception john the guy looked like he was running like 40 miles an hour like he was electric electric he he had those two receptions and you know like you watch that and you go why the fuck do you not give more opportunities to a guy that's that that's performing like that
0: and look, I completely understand. They don't want to, they don't want to like, they just want to give him a taste of it. It's his first, first action, but yeah, to put your season could potentially season on the line, the game on the line for that. It seems like a long shot, but here we are.
1: Here we are. But you know what? We're going to go back to the well on them next week because look at that. Thing. I am, <laughs> you know, how big I am on the eye test. And and yep. he, he absolutely passed the eye test, so I think yep. we'll re- we we'll revisit uh, him next week. But hey, we got the Monty over.
0: That was sweet. That yep. was a nice we, hit. The we rushing the- we got over. We got
1: um, uh, we got Jared Goff's over on the completions.
0: So that I, um, the attempts was what got me because I had him at attempts. And he I had him at 35 and a half and he had 30. Oh, yeah, I saw half. your ticket.
1: Yeah, that was that was a yeah. one, buddy. That was a point fiver. Yeah. Woo, books got you, they got you good. They got Sorry, you good.
0: plenty more of those for the rest of the season to oh, come. Oh
1: man. God, I don't want to talk about those moments. But uh yeah, no, had had him at uh, 21 and a half on the completions, and it was great. All
0: right, let's get into week one, man.
1: All right, so. How are we going to format this, John? You want to give me a quarterback, uh, a list of quarterbacks, and then what we'll do is we'll pick one, and uh, and we'll focus on it. I've got a few games on the board that I completely want to stay away from, but I have a couple here that uh, I'd like to focus in. And I like this. I like this uh, laying out this ticket with you instead of just building one and then telling the world. Let's uh For sure.
0: Yeah, let's let's build this together. So I like I like, this. I like what you're saying about let's start with some games that we're lacking. And yeah. then, yeah, I've got a bunch of players that I'm looking at at each position, sure. Um, we'll go through them. So let's Watch, start. So yeah. I'm, the first one for me, it's got to be Dolphins Chargers. Yeah, you like a high-scoring affair like that. I know yeah, you. I'm You're a big Justin that. Herbert guy. I'm always targeting the uh, high over-unders because mm-hmm. I think that they're the most likely to produce the overs that we need. Um, yeah, I like that. I,
1: I, there's, maybe, a super, there's a couple maybe, superstars in that game that I think are, are going to have big games too. I think that's a that's Ravens a game, is the of the week. game.
0: that's the one I'm looking at. What, what which games are you looking at?
1: Oh, you know what? To be honest with you, I like a lopsided affair in the uh, Baltimore Ravens against Houston. I think that yeah. there's a couple players on both sides of the ball that you could target. Um, mm-hmm. I really like that Commanders game. Uh, I don't want to really? watch it. I really don't want to watch it.
0: No, of course
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> like that I'm not I'm not watching it but I mm. but I but I think that it it does lean for potentially a great performance a good opening weekend for Sam Howell and I think that there's yeah. a couple players around him that that will benefit from that and I think they're going to keep the game script uh in favor of Sam Howell to give him a lot of confidence you know yeah. I do think I do think it's going to be a good game for them uh I really like the Jaguars I think Yes this, I'm this, on that game, this, game as well Yeah I'm on that game um I like for whatever reason, as I keep scrolling through and I and I've been doing my research, that Green Bay Chicago game is gonna yeah. be is going to be on at four o'clock for me. That's 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 what the game I'm game. watching. That's the game I'm watching. And I think I I really think Justin Fields is going to have a very good game. And I I like the ball going back and forth. I actually think it's going to be a lot higher scoring than the books show.
0: Yeah, I think so uh, as well. And that's well, pretty much right amazing. now. Got it at forty two. I think it's going to go way over forty two. I think Um, so too. The game that I'm really excited to just actually watch from a fan perspective is the forty nine is going to the Steelers. I think the Steelers win that one.
1: Yeah, my best buddy's coming over and he's a big Steelers fan. So that game, as much of a Bengals fan as I am, we're going to have (laughs) to split time and watch that. But I'm really excited to watch that. I I like a couple players on both sides of the ball in that. I, I do actually don't. I don't think that that's going to be as much of a slog, like a grind fest that everybody right. kind of has been talking about. Um, yeah. A lot of the media has been saying, oh, you know what? Defense, 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 defense. But there's a lot there to, I think that over, that over is going to go. Um, I And I don't bet those, but I just, I, I have a feeling that the game script, um, I think what Pittsburgh is going to try and do is put points up early and make Brock Purdy, uh, put the, put the yeah. pressure on Brock, to have to try and
0: score. And that I think that's going to make him feel uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's all you have to do. And that and I think Tomlin knows the secret to that. So I think look for Pittsburgh to come out first half and and mm. and really try and force that ball down the field. Yeah. Um first drive might be conservative, but I think after that I think they're they're going to take their shots and I there's a couple players that are going to benefit
0: from that greatly. For sure. Both sides, all right. Both sides of the ball. Let's I want to get into my first my first prop And I'm looking at quarterback to start. So I'm going to give you a couple of names. You tell me which one you want to focus on. Ritter, Burrow, Dak, Russ, Mm -hmm. T-Law, Trevor Lawrence, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Geno, or Tua?
1: Oh, um, I think all the lines are inflated on a couple of those players. Um, uh, if I'm Let's picking go. from that, if I'm, I, am i will narrow this down to two. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'll go, I'll narrow it down to Derek Carr and to Trevor Lawrence.
0: Okay. I'm glad you said Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Let's take a look at him. So Trevor Lawrence has got a lot of uh, things going for him. He did sort of tail off towards the end of the season, but what I'm looking at for Trevor Lawrence that I think that you can get him. I'm just having a look at his opening lines now. So on DraftKings and I was even looking at points bet, shout out, but also if you want to uh promote to uh sponsor us, you can.
1: like <laughs> um, and subscribe.
0: Like and subscribe. So he's going for 255 passing yards, one and a half uh, passing touchdowns, 35 passing temps, 23 completions, and then the 10 and a half rushing yards. I'm taking a look here at potentially his uh Pass completions. So he's in a position now where he's going to have Calvin Ridley coming in, which he didn't have last year. He had Christian Kirk. He's going to have um, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram is all there. He's got this really elite passing offense. And then he's got um, Travis Etienne and Tank Bigsby to also check the ball down if he needs to. He doesn't do it very often, but he did in college with oh, Travis yeah. Etienne. But the, I'm, I'm also looking at it from the perspective of like this Colts defense. I don't think they're good. I think they're bad, oh, I and think I think they're, they're going to be I think they're going to spread the ball over the all over the field. Mm-hmm. The thing we know about Doug Peterson as well is even if he gets out to a lead, he just he keeps like pushing it down. He doesn't have, he doesn't ever take like a back seat and and change his mind on anything and, and turn to the run. He mm-hmm. keeps passing. So I think that they're going to come out and make a statement here. And yeah, so I'm I'm looking at um, pass completions just quickly on Derek Carr while we're looking at him. He's going to be tricky because we saw the last time we saw him, he was obviously in Vegas. Now he is pass happier.
1: It's a pass happier offense now.
0: It is, but there was a period of time where you could get him for over passing attempts, and he was really solid at least two touchdowns per game as well. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to go away. I think he's got like no shade to Devonta Adams; he was great. But Michael Thomas and Chris Olave, I think they're Mm -hmm. going to slot right in perfectly. Um, I'd be comfortable with overs, man. The thing with Derek Carr is, let's have a look. He is going for 250 passing yards.
1: I like that. Uh, one
0: and a half passing touchdowns, 33 and a half passing attempts, and 21 and a half passing completions. It's right in that ballpark that we want with him. Yeah. I'm The
1: only thing that scares me in that game is the is the clock. The clock is mo- moving a lot faster. <clears throat> yeah. We know that Tennessee is going to make it a point to slow down. They're on the road. Um, they're going to make it a point to try and control the clock. Uh, I do the the passing touchdowns seems right there, but let's go, let's just go back to Trevor Lawrence. I think I'm on Trevor Lawrence. So let's, let's Let's take, let's take a look there. I I like the completions. Um, if you could find it, I think at 22 and a half where you can Mm -hmm. move the line down to 21 and a half, if you can shave two points off the 23 and a half that's sitting there, I'm going to say over 21 and a half. Trevor Lawrence pass completions.
0: Yeah. I mean, so it's tricky because right now it's at 23 and a half. And this is where I like the passing attempts, the 35 and a half. But I know what you mean. It's like if they get out to a big lead, they might not keep pushing the passing.
1: They they will. They will. Yeah. But uh I the attempts, I don't know. His completion percentage has been so high. Yeah. It's been so high. And I think they're gonna move the ball pretty effortlessly down the yeah. field. Uh, I, I I just see them having a very good game, and yep. to me that <clears throat> when that's happening and you're not playing from behind or you're not constantly throwing, like I think their first downs are going to come easier than we think. Mm-hmm. So when when they're getting first downs in two plays, you know, and they're not constantly third and long or they're not, you know, fourth down and one, like that's where you start getting a lot more passing attempts, and I think the completions will be there. I just don't, th- I can't see the attempts. Like, I think there's going to be a narrower window uh, from the attempts to the completions than you would see with a team that's, you know, constantly getting to third down, like playing yep. the whole game, getting to multiple third downs and having a tough time getting down the field. So I think Let's it's going to be it. an efficient game. I think it's going to be a very efficient game for Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Um, the other one that I, the other, he's got a longest pass completion at I think 33 and a half yards. I think I saw Yeah. Um, right. on the book yeah, and I think I would be comfortable even if you could shave a point or two off that and you could go to like thirty one and a half or thirty two and a half. I would feel really comfortable, I think, locking locking those two together and making a little Trevor Lawrence uh, package there at uh, if you can get them at twenty one and a half completions. Now you have to move the lines here. So what I'm saying about that is when you go to look at a traditional book, the book will give you the number that Vegas has. You have the opportunity with a lot of books, and if yours doesn't have this, find one that does because this is what's going to save your ass all season long. Because John was just talking about earlier how he got screwed from a 0.5, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: a 0.5. And if that was me that was making that bet, I would have moved that line down just for security. I don't get tempted by the massive payout when I'm building parlays. I don't. I you know, at the end of the day, I'm more content. Creating a better odd for myself to win this ticket and live to see another day and compound money if you're if you're constantly moving the units and you're you're flipping a $1 dollar into a dollar 80 you know you're able to continuously keep reinvesting that and creating creating a good bankroll so for for the sake of the, the the education here I'm going to say do yourself a favor and find a line that you're able to move a uh, book that you're able to move the line up or down and you can move it up in some certain uh, s- situations where you know you have a favor- favorable matchup. But in this case, I would say move Trevor Lawrence down to 21 and a half If you can get it on past completions and move down his longest reception from 33 and a half down to 31 and a half. Yes, you're buying points. You're not going to get as good of a payout, but I think your odds for, uh, for hitting that ticket are going to go through the roof.
0: Uh, I want to put you on the spot real quick as well. Mm-hmm. And the, when you talk about the longest reception, would you ever stack that with another receiver's over? So, for yeah. example, you can get Calvin Ridley at 65 and a half receiving, you can get yeah. Christian Code at 50 and a half. Would you ever like be like, okay, so, I'm gonna stack so, the yeah,
1: yeah I'm go. looking at that. I'm looking at that as well. And like, there's if I was gonna do a same game parlay here with Jacksonville, I would mm-hmm. do the Trevor Lawrence, the um longest pass completion. Yeah, i would move that down i would do his pass completions and i would probably look at hey calvin Ridley's got 60 something yards on his receiving total i would knock yeah, that, I down. that would be
0: 65 and a half for very long as well
1: yeah and but but if you have the chance to jump in right now and knock that down to 63 62 mm-hmm. and then calvin Ridley as well with his pass completions is he at i think he's at five and, a half.
0: five and a half. yep
1: knock him down to four and a half Boom! That's a that's a that's a proper. If you got a four banger like that, mm-hmm. now parlays are difficult to hit, so you're not going to hit them all the time. But I think that that's the same game parlay, a double player stack. That I think, if you think that Calvin Ridley and like, did you see the 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 training camp highlights of Calvin Ridley?
0: <laughs> oh, man. The,
1: the guy, the guy is <laughs> flying the out there. Yeah, he's flying. He's flying, and I know he's chomping at the bit, and I know that Trevor Lawrence has immediately gravitated towards him. Yeah, I I I think you know what a game speed is a little bit different. He's been off for a whole season, but I think if if he can hit him early and often, and they can try and start building up the score, which I think is what's going to happen, and Doug Peterson's not going to take his foot off the gas pedal, I like I like I like Calvin Ridley in that situation.
0: I right, bet. Give me your first prop. Oh, or just, sorry, it might be your second actually.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, so so. so was that was that prop was that me validating your picks or was that what was that? What did I what did All I right. just do? No,
0: I think I think you've given a few good ideas there. I, yeah. I'm happy with that. Let me okay, let me go to my next one. Okay. We're gonna to turn to the running backs now. So okay, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, Tony Pollard, Damian Pierce, Travis Etienne, Josh Jacobs. Uh,
1: I like the I like I like the teams that I think are gonna be playing from behind with those running backs not running the ball. I like mm-hmm. to catch the ball, mm-hmm. and Kevin Stefanski came out and said that Nick Chubb is a very versatile running oh, back. Yeah. And we haven't explored his, everything to his game. You haven't yeah. seen the Nick Chubb that he, that Stefanski has seen, and what I think is they're going to get him more involved in the passing game. Mm-hmm. If Nick Chubb's, I I don't I haven't even looked at the line, but I'm going to tell you right Great. now that it's probably nine and a half or ten. For his receiving totals.
0: What I it? can tell you that Nick Chubb is currently at 10 and a half receiving and one and a half receptions.
1: My God. Give me that.
0: <laughs> He's at uh, eight and a half that. rushing
1: and yeah. seventeen
0: and a half rushing attempts. I think, actually, rushing. That, might be my, that might be my projection, but he is at 95 and a half scrimmage as no. well.
1: Mm-mm. Just keep me away from that. I'll take I'll take the two uh, pass completions all day long. And I'll take the if I can move that line to nine and a half for receiving two pass completions nine and a half.
0: Uh, I'm look. I'm going to be honest. I'm struggling with this one because I think maybe it's just that Jimmy Gibbs burned me so much. But I feel like <laughs> I need to see it <laughs> before I bet it with Nick Chubb. And I'm I've been totally bought in. Like you know. Um, if you listen to me on another podcast, I said that Nick Chubb was going to be offensive player of the year because I really think he can do that. what Derrick Henry tried to do a couple of years ago and get to that 2,000 um, scrimmage mark. And I think he could do it. But I'm more looking at him on the ground at the moment. Oh, you're dangerous, John. You're dangerous. I don't know. Against
1: that Cincy rushing defense?
0: I know that they're good, but, man, this is Nick Chubb. Like, he tore it up if you bet overs last year, you would have hit every single time except for what four of those. Like that is a nice ROI there. Yeah. Um, if you really want, you could probably even take the scrimmage yards as well, which he only missed out on four times and it was in the same games. You know there was a few um, really brutal weather games last year as well that they played up there in Cleveland. Yeah. So I would not be surprised. Like I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about the scrimmage yards. I don't always try to – sorry, the rushing yards. I don't always try to go for the scrimmage yards because you usually have to buy five or ten yards. Mm -hmm. I usually like to plant my foot in the ground, but the ten – I don't know, the receptions, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, teach your own, uh, I think that uh, this is going to be a very tough game for Cleveland. Mm. I mean, I'm a Bengals fan, so maybe I'm just a homer and I'm speaking with my heart. Uh, do you think but, like Deshaun
0: Watson's going to check down that much to him yeah, at all? Or yeah. do you think they'll be designed for him?
1: No, no, I do. I think that Cincinnati is going to make Deshaun Watson's life a living hell. I think they are going to send Perfect. pressure all game long. And yeah. the reason is, is he he did not respond well to pressure last year. So if you're going off right. of tape, if you're going to go off of tape from last year, Deshaun Watson looked like a deer in headlights when he when he was being chased down in the backfield. Right, He didn't look like an, himself. And, I mean, he's had a whole offseason to, to, to get working. But I think if you're Stefanski and you are trying to create a successful plan for Deshaun Watson, you are going to want to get that ball out fairly quick. I don't think he's going to have a lot of time to step back in the pocket and make good decisions. Because I, I honestly see an added linebacker always, constantly. And I think it's a spy, but I think it's it's a it's a very aggressive spy. That they will have on one of their linebackers, and I don't know who it's going to be. Um, you know, I really like the linebacking core this year for for Cincinnati, and they have a couple guys that are very competent and capable of being that menace in the backfield.
0: So, hey, do, I, you, do you think Cincy will win the game? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. All right, I'm into yeah. that. I, I do. Think I do. At the moment, aren't they?
1: Nope. No, no, no. They, they're favored by one and a half.
0: Yes, you're right. I've I, got I think, I think, gonna, I think they're the going to win the game.
1: I mean, okay. it also feels like one of those games that could be a tie game.
0: Forty-eight uh, <laughs> oh, over under. That's way higher right? than I thought. Forty-eight. Uh, uh, the over under at the moment is forty-eight.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game.
0: Oh, you think under? Okay.
1: Yeah, that's why I didn't say Joe Burrow when you gave me the list of quarterbacks because I just I'm 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 off of it for this game. But, say, I,
0: my, Burrow, my Burrow one was uh, two t- passing touchdowns. <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I could see that. Uh yeah. I could see that. And I, I like, you know, Joe Mixon in that situation. Um even getting a a, a receiving touchdown. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I I'm not taking it though. So don't don't, for, fall. don't fall for
0: what it's worth Deshaun Watson's lines, are uh, passing out. <laughs> what is it? 235?
1: 235. Yeah, I would, uh, I, would I would move that up to two forty one and I would take the under.
0: Yeah, okay attempts he's at 31 and a half completions he's at 20 and a half and rushing yards he's at 25 and a half i don't mind that over 20 and a half completions i think that's doable
1: yeah maybe they're gonna struggle they're gonna struggle cleveland's gonna struggle all right all right so i'm telling you um my heart my heart and my mind are are lining up here and they're saying nick chubb
0: Nick I don't Chubb, want, your heart. I want your gut. Your gut is what wins money.
1: My, yeah, yeah, it's true. It's but this <laughs> is the gut. This is where these. It's <laughs> like a, a balance. It's a coming together. Um, yes. I feel like Nick Chubb, uh, over ten receiving yards and um the over one point five. If you can knock that down to one flat,
0: yeah, I don't think. Uh, can you ever? I don't yeah, know.
1: Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, 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 there are books out there where oh, you like can. One plus, you
0: yeah,
1: one plus where you can move that needle. And, uh, All right. fuck, I, geez, I mean, you, that's uh, that's a tasty pick for me.
0: With what you said to me with Amun Ra last episode, I'll say to you with Nick Chubb and receiving, I fully support your mission. I'm not going <laughs> to bet it. <laughs> I, I ended up, him. I ended up
1: taking it, John. I ended up taking it. Uh, yeah, true.
0: Okay, you so will maybe too. I you will
1: too. Tomorrow morning, you're going to be like, mm, Sully seemed pretty confident about that. Um, yeah, but, yeah. uh, okay. Okay, hold on. And then, you know what? Yeah. You said Damian Pierce. Um, I did say Damian Pierce. Yeah, so they're, they're, Houston's going to be playing from behind the whole game. There's no yeah. way that they're not going to be playing from behind the whole game. Uh, tell me what his uh, receptions are.
0: Um, Let me have a look at last year. So he did finish the year injured, but man, he was undervalued pretty much all season. If you were betting overs outside of receptions, you'd be happy. What were you, uh, what line were you after at the moment?
1: Uh, Damian Pierce is, uh, receiving what his, re- what are his receiving? Um,
0: two and a half receptions, 15 yeah. and a half receiving yards. Yeah. I would is be, it? I would be comfortable. Just and taking both yards, 13
1: would, and a
0: half attempts and 75 scrimmage yards.
1: No, screw the rushing, give me the receiving. And I would take both of them. Okay. I wouldn't even move the line. I, I think those are, those are good.
0: I also think that they're going to rely really heavily on Damian Pearson and Devin Singletary in this one, given that it is Stroud's first game. and They're on the road against the Ravens, who are probably going to dominate them. I think as um, if they're going to dominate them,
1: they're going to dominate them. The Ravens are no joke this year, and I hate it as a Bengals fan, but the Ravens are going to beat the absolute piss out of the Houston Texans.
0: Yeah, man, they're I've got beat, a like, Ravens, uh, Super Bowl of winner futures ticket. So.
1: I, I would, I don't blame you. That team yeah. has something going, and like I think they're honestly going to beat the hell out of the Texans. And mm-hmm. I think the books know that everybody's banking on it. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is one that the books just lose. Um, I, I, I'm surprised that the, that the that the actual line for the game isn't minus fourteen.
0: Right. You well, you got to remember. So think about last year with the Texans, and I understand this now. So. Like think about when the Eagles came to play the Texans. I think they were in Houston on that. It was like a Thursday night game or something. I can't remember. Yeah. And it was four. It was, the line was minus 14 for the Eagles. Yeah. And anytime the Texans were double digit underdogs, they covered all of them last year. They so
1: are warriors for, for covering.
0: Right. So even though we think of them as like, Oh, they're shit house. They're not going to do anything. They, they do cover though.
1: Backdoor, backdoor mm-hmm. covering where, where there's like a minute and a half left in the game. And you, it, you're it wa- you're watching and you're like oh we're good like we're up by seventeen right now and there's no way the Texans are gonna they you know the Ravens are gonna close us out on the ground I like J K Dobbins in this one by the way I do because
0: oh I think I, I as well but think 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 about the game the final game of the the season last year for the Texans. It was a Davis Mills hell mary touchdown <laughs> to give the Bears the number one pick. Like,
1: <laughs> how many people did that piss off? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like,
0: <laughs> this is what they do. This is why they're This is what than, they do. This is why they're just under double digits. I believe you're right.
1: You're right. This is what they do. This is and I, you know, love it or hate it. This is what they do. The Houston Texans. Like they're, they're going to win the yeah. Okay. So. Uh, so. Yeah. So I, I. like those two. I like those two running backs for the receiving totals.
0: All right. Let's finish with wide receiver. I'll give you some yeah. names So Calvin Ridley. We've already kind of talked about.
1: Yeah, I like that. Uh,
0: oh, I had Christian Watson here, but he's not playing. He's ruled out. So right. not, don't worry about him. But, Jeff- I mean, you could
1: you could move that to Dobbs. Like you could move that to Dobbs. I do think I do think Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, the problem happen- is I've
0: got nothing on Dobbs to keep you. But you can't. Oh, yeah.
1: No, no, it's fair. I mean, I like that game in general. I like both sides of the ball. I think there's a lot of people that are down on on uh, on uh, DJ Moore, and I I still think he's going to have a half decent game.
0: Right. Okay. So here's my no. names: Van Jefferson, Mike no. Williams, Deontay Johnson, Amari Cooper, TJ Hawkinson.
1: Mm-mm. I don't. None of them.
0: <laughs> I can okay, give you the floor. Phone. You
1: talk about one of them. Just go.
0: I Thank I don't you. like any of them. I'm giving you Mike Williams. And the reason I'm doing that is because they're going to be matched up against the Dolphins who do, whether you like it or not, have a few issues at injury going on right now. Um, it was Teron Armstead has just been ruled out of the game. Yeah. Um, from the O-line. Not that we really care too much about that because I'm on Mike Williams because we've got to think about Javon Hargrave, who's going to be on one. Sorry, not Javon Hargrave. That's for the Bucks. Um Javon Holland is going to be out there and Xavier Howard. But the third guy that we're not thinking about in place of Jalen Ramsey is one Eli Apple who gave up. This is according to Hayden Winks from Underdog. I was listening to the other day. He was something like the seventh most uh, receiving yards to wide receivers last year throughout the the entire season. Mm -hmm. So I I have this theory that with um, Javon Holland on Keenan Allen and Xavier Howard running the safeties, Yep. Eli Apple is going to be matched up on Mike Williams. And I think Mike Williams is going to destroy yeah. him. Yep. He was also hitting all of his overs last season. We can see. And then the other thing is like, so you can bet on Keenan, Keenan Allen if you want it. You'll get him for 70 and a half receiving yards at the moment and six and a half receptions. But Mike Williams, he's at 60 and a half receiving yards and four and a half receptions. I'm mm-hmm. comfortable with both of those over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're, you, you know, the superstars in this game feel like feel like they're going to come out to play, right? We shoot out. It, you think you you believe so? I believe so. I think the rest of the world believes so. Um, the, I think the, it, those I those think are the those right are the two there. players. Those are the two players to target. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if WR three, whoever that ends up being, that comes out on the field. I don't. Do we know if it's Palmer or if it's uh, Quentin Johnson?
0: Uh apparently Quentin Johnson has not been like, not that he hasn't been looking too good. I think they want to take their time take with him though. I think him? it'll be Josh Palmer.
1: Yeah. Or oh, yeah. So so it's Palmer.
0: Um as we say in Australia, Palmer.
1: Pa- Palmer. <laughs> Palmer. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, well, what are what are the lines for Palmer?
0: Um, I don't have them right now. I'm guessing though, based on last season, they'll be about 40 and a half and four and a half.
1: So why don't we just take a quick look at that? Because I will make a contrarian play to what yours is right now, and I will, and I also, I'd like the superstar on the other side of the ball, Mr. Tyreek Hill. Um, I would only, I would only do him in like an underdog. Uh, well, that sounded terrible. Um, I would only. <laughs> that's a blooper. That's a blooper. Uh, I would only, you know, use. Tyreek Hills uh, services and I would have shares in him in uh, in underdog um, Mm -hmm. if I was building a lineup there, I think, uh, or potentially in like a DFS situation, like owner's box here in Ontario. Um, But uh, let me go take a look at the receiving yards here.
0: Just Uh, quickly, while you're doing that, I just want to give a quick shout out to TJ Hawkinson. I know you weren't talking about him, but last year, once he joined the Vikings, he was smashing it. And I think that was because the expectation was quite low for him to be on a new team. So right now, to um, for this weekend, if you want to get him, it's a 50-half receiving and 5.5 and receptions. He, went over the five, he was having plenty of catches last season, which you can get. I think I prefer the 50-and-a-half if you want to take it. It's starting to get a bit higher than what I want, but I just wanted to give him a yep. quick shout-out.
1: Good. Okay. Josh Palmer has 30-and-a-half.
0: Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I'll take that.
1: I, I would take that. I would also take his over fifteen and a
0: half and a half longest reception. Right. Yeah. I mean, Herbert's going to be airing it out. He's got to be. Yeah. They, they want to make a statement in this game, I feel. Yep. Josh Palmer, over 15 and a half
1: on the longest reception. I love that. Okay. And now I got another, I got another sly one. I got Please. another sly one coming from a game that I didn't mention that I was looking at. But uh, when you said Van Jefferson, it immediately made me think about the contrarian play to that, uh, mm-hmm. which is on the same team, though. Um, Puka Nakua. Oh, we just talked about rookies. Yeah, we just talked about rookies. I think he's he's prime for a a two-and-a-half reception. Over two-and-a-half. Puka Nakua. I love saying it. Puka Nakua. (laughs) Over two-and-a-half receptions. Book it.
0: Um, You know who I'm really interested in this game is Tyler Higby. He's at 45-and-a-half receiving. I haven't got a receptions line for him yet uh, um, from what I'm checking, but I think they're going to utilize him a lot in this game because Seattle – Last year was not good against the tight end. Now look, things could be very different, yeah. but also like these two teams, they play each other so closely all the time, no matter who's good and who's bad. There's only been one game in the last ten years that's been I think that finished in double digit yeah. uh double d- digit win. The rest of them have all been within one score. So
1: hey, on the depth chart, can you do me a favor? Can you pull something sure. up? Can you maybe just go to like our lads or something like that? Or ESPN. And if you can go to the uh los angeles rams mm-hmm. and you can pull that up on the screen i want going to take a look at the wide receiver depth chart here
0: yep <laughs> i'm gonna be honest it's probably going to be pretty bare that's what i'm saying eight. so i want to just
1: take a look at this for a second and then so it we're gonna take a look
0: in a big red there Yep.
1: Yeah. so who slotted into that same position with cooper cut cup it's ben Skronik.
0: Ben Skronik, man but look at that wide receiver two. Two two out. Well, you're kidding me.
1: Yep. Yep. That's an embarrassing wide receiver core. No offense. Honestly, these guys are they're better receivers than I will ever be. they are better receivers than anybody what are that's doing quarterback? quarterback.
0: Apparently Stenson Bennett's injured. What is going on? Yeah, they don't even have an
1: who, <laughs> who's their number three. Is there like an emergency? Like the, the the emergency
0: backup quarterback. I know that everyone's really on the Cardinals doing the tank Cam job. Acres. I think is Cam Akers the emergency Acres backup. I think Rams are low key tanking harder than the Cardinals are, and I think people oh, are just not paying it any attention. It's gonna be so bad. They want Caleb Williams so bad. I, I mean, I would be content with Stafford to
1: move on in the future, but I think Matt Stafford's not content with Matt Stafford being in LA for the future. Right. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, no, you know what? I, 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 I didn't realize. I thought, I thought that it was Puka Nakua that was behind Cooper. But uh, so Ben Ben's chronic. That's also another one that's pretty pretty juicy because if he's running if he's running the routes that Cooper was, um, that'd be an interesting one too. But I'm still I'm still on Puka Nakua, still on him
0: for sure. These um, Tutu well at thirty and a half receiving yards is also semi interesting because he just needs one bomb, just needs to burn the Seahawks DBs one time, which I think yep. he can do.
1: Okay, now we got to right. go to tight end. Yep. We got to go to tight end and uh, you give me what you think. So I, I did
0: want- briefly talk about TJ Hawkinson is my only guy. The thing right. with tight ends is like, I mainly try to clump them with the, like what are the receiving options? I mean, like there's plenty of stats out there for who's, which teams are bad against tight ends. I think Cardinals have been really bad against tight ends for the longest time. So if you are still uh, Logan Thomas, truth, it's out there for you. Um but I, I do, I think I, even though like TJ Hawkinson, he's going to open with some heavy lines. What do you think about this Bucks defense? Do you think that like going on the road to Minnesota, how, how do you think that'll fare for them?
1: Um, you know what? That game seems like a favorable game for both sides of the ball. It's a, it, right. seems like a, it seems like a typical September Minnesota game. Um, and what I mean by that, what I mean by that is that Kirk Cousins will have a good game. And mm-hmm. it'll be the most mediocre thing you'll ever see, and <laughs> yeah. all the stat lines will be the most mediocre thing you'll ever see. And it'll be a whole bunch of receivers getting mediocre receiving numbers, and you know, two completions or th- two receptions, two receptions, three receptions.
0: Justin hey man, Jefferson, seven Meteor receptions. Meteoric wins, <laughs> it, it it, it wins games.
1: It does. It makes money and it wins games. That's him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about the pa- – I, don- I would stay away from Kirk Cousins. Like, if I'm doing anything, I'm trying to juice the line up and then take the under. If, yeah. I'm, if not I'm doing anything on any case. player in that game, any player.
0: I'm it'll be the case this season, but last year yeah. he was printing money with overs.
1: Okay, I'm going to give you my tight end pick. Go. And uh, I like Luke Musgrave. Okay. At Green Bay.
0: That's a good call. Bears are not very good against tight end last season. We'll see how they go.
1: Uh, I just think he's going to be a early and often uh, sighting. Like he's going to be targeted by yep. Jordan Love quite a bit. Um, no Chris Christian Watson, Watson. Out. Yep. and 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 Christian Watson, what was his skill, John? What is his skill?
0: It was going long most of the time. Going
1: long. What does going long do? On the outside. Uh,
0: what, what, what is going the field, over the middle the field?
1: Yeah, it stretches the field. It draws in another defender. Um, and it, it basically, it opens up the field. Mm-hmm. Um, now that that's typically beneficial for the tight end. But what I think is that the, he's not going, you're not going to have Jordan love dropping back and spending three seconds, four seconds in the pocket. Right. There's, there's no, it's not that skill that's going to be able to create that deep threat. I think the ball's going to have to come out quick. I don't like high receiving totals for a lot of the green Bay players. Um, But what I do like is the reception totals, and I think that 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 game script, if you, it calls for I think a lot of a lot of completions, um, short completions, and I think a beneficiary of that will be Luke Musgrave, and I like him at I think I think the numbers at two and a half.
0: Yeah, Um, I'm I'm just trying to find some lines for him. I'm not finding anything right now. I think that's probably because of the Christian Watson injury.
1: Maybe, yeah. I'm not seeing anything either. uh, On, oh yeah, I am here. He's got 16 and a half receiving yards. You know what?
0: Beautiful.
1: Yeah. Screw the receptions. Give me the 16 and a half receiving yards for Luke. Thanks. Yeah, I'll take that. Thank you. I'll take the money. (laughs) Okay,
0: 16 (laughs) and a half yards. My only, my only question there is on the bear side, they've added Tremaine, Tremaine Edwards from the Bills at linebacker. Yeah. Against a rookie.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I think I don't think it matters. I think. Uh, if, if they're pounding the ball often, Mm -hmm. if they're coming out in, in, uh, you know, in strong formations and, and they're, and they're, and they're moving the ball on the ground, if they're just alternating between Aaron Jones and, uh, and, um, AJ Dillon quite a bit and, and, and they, they really try and, you know, I, this game script shows me probably, I want to say 25 rushing attempts just across the board. I don't know who's going to get them, but it shows me about 25 and, if that's the case, those play actions, that's perfect. That's check and release. Yeah, Musgrave, give give that to me. He he'll probably be good for a first down or two. And uh, what I,
0: yeah, what here's what I, I like really like funny. about that is with this Bears defense, they were terrible last season. They've been terrible the season before, and they added unique Ngakwe and Tremaine Edmonds. And I'm feeling very just like so what. Yeah, me too. I don't think too much changes there. No,
1: but all I know is that uh, I think that that's printing money, Musgrave. Over 16 and a half.
0: Put it in. There Thanks. you go. So TJ Hawkinson, Luke Musgrave at wide receiver. We talked about Mike Williams. We talked a little bit about, uh, what are you saying, Ben Skronik? Well, I'm going Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Puka yeah, Nakua. I mean, I
1: like Ben Skronik, so th- don't get me wrong. I think you can interchange both of those players. I think if you wanted to go Ben Skronik with three receptions, yep. that's not a bad call either.
0: At running back, we talked about Nick Chubb and Damian Pierce. And at quarterback, we talked about Trevor Lawrence and Derek Carr. So there's your picks, man. Week one.
1: There it is. There it is. Lead the horse to water. We're not even going to build that parlay. You pick and choose. You do whatever you want. If you you lose, you got to gamble responsibly and got to know that you're probably going to lose. But (laughs) but here's what I'm going to say. If you bet all those as individuals, you will walk out a winner. You'll walk out a winner this week. I'm guaranteeing it.
0: Let's um that, that I mean this is going to be interesting cuz like here's the thing with week 1 of football you know you think back to last season when the San Francisco 49ers who made the NFC championship game did lose week 1 to the Bears who had the number 1 pick. <laughs> True. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals uh hosted the Steelers who they lost to. <laughs> oh,
1: I was in I was in my buddy's living room watching that and game and happened. it was very frustrating.
0: Yeah. Man, all I can say is I'm ready to get hurt again. Yeah. And, and win yeah. money.
1: And win money. <laughs> and, I mean, I can't wait to build a couple parlays here. Uh, I can't wait to play a couple singles. You know, yeah. this is uh, this is what this is all about, man. This is what football is all about. So, uh, like and subscribe. Thing. Like and subscribe. Keep watching the content. Uh, we thank you all for uh, for following along and watching so far. We're, you know, we're, we're a few weeks in. We're getting through the kinks. John and I got a, we got a thing going here. Uh, so follow us for the whole season and uh let's uh let's uh, let's hear in the comments what uh what what your picks are
0: it's going to be awesome man i'm excited we'll catch right, you soon